got it memorized. The Kingdom Hearts recap podcast that recapped all of Kingdom Hearts and is now going to recap all of Kingdom Hearts. My name is Joe. I'm joined as always by Wheels. Hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> it works the first time. Yeah. If we if 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 we're just being honest, the time where we recapped all of Kingdom Hearts is our most successful episode by an extremely large margin. <laughs> so why not do it again, but with way less work involved? Yeah, so uh, we've got a, what is it? Is it next week that Melody and Memory comes out? Uh, as of the time that this episode will come out, yes. Right, right. We had to, you know, we had to fill it with something, you know? Yeah, we just had, uh, we just had one Tuesday to fill before we could talk about Melody and Memory. You you might think, just redo that fucking Final Fantasy episode you lost. No. We refuse. Instead. <laughs> we'll do it later, but not now. Joe had the idea of trying to recap all of Kingdom Hearts purely by memory. The melody of our memory. Right. I was trying to make this. That's why I paused in the middle of that <laughs> sentence. I was like, how can I work it in? And I just decided out. There's a bit here. I know it. I can sense yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> No notes. Uh, neither of us have really been thinking about Kingdom Hearts. So instead of no. this, you know, if you want actual information, go back to our other summary episodes. We've done two mm-hmm. of them, one up till three and one of, of three. three. But this is more pure entertainment value. Have we etched the convoluted timeline mm-hmm. in Kingdom Hearts so indelibly into our cortexes? We we have done so little prep for this episode that I actually I'm None. about to ask you on the air. Are, did did we decide on chronological order or, or like like I game release said, or or like timeline? I think we said story? we were gonna do chronological order. Okay, which which means we probably won't. We'll just probably forget about blank points because <laughs> it comes up at such random fucking spots. Oh, is oh blank. All right, the good. We're already bl- in yeah. it. We're already there. <laughs> is that the is that the movie with the? Uh... It's yeah. I think it's the movie at the end of Birth by Sleep. If you do the special episode, you watch oh, right. Rockwell like suffer. <laughs> right. What am I think? Whatever. The first thing is Kingdom Hearts Unchained. Uh huh. Also, I don't know if we've ever talked about it. I think the original name was actually Zero Point, not Blank Point, and then. The sequel to that is 0.2, which is just very funny. <laughs> Anyways, yes. Uh, so I did we when we when we did it with notes, we, we spent like weeks, I think, just typing up detailed mm-hmm. notes, trying to punch it up into, into staying entertaining. We recorded for two and a half hours. I cut it down to an hour 45. You um, you got a stopwatch with you. Where I you do. Plan- How much time are you planning on giving us? Uh, I was spitballing like an hour. All right. Uh, do you want? Do you want to do more than that? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good. The same. <laughs> that's that's also where I'm at. So we're just gonna see. I guess I'll probably give us like a ten minute warning if we're like still in uh, Kingdom Hearts two. That's a problem. But uh, I guess we'll 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 see. But yeah, uh, I guess we're just, we're just, this, this is no real structure or, or format. I haven't thought about Kingdom Hearts other than that fucking X-Flag game. I'm, I worry that, the, no, I don't think Nomura's name is anywhere on that, but he might take it anyway. Kind of like he did with <laughs> <laughs> The World Ends With You, which his name is on, but not in the same way. But anyways, yes, I'm going to hit start on this timer. And we're going to try and do Kingdom Hearts from memory in an hour uh, and just kind of bounce off of each other. Um, so tell me when you're ready, Wheels. I'm ready. Count me okay. down. Three, two, one. I clicked it. Okay. Unchained. 
Yeah, I think the earliest thing in the chronology is like the legends of uh like light and darkness right of like uh the the grandma's story i think is the first right. <laughs> which which well i mean the grandma is in birth by sleep but uh, unchained opens with that story of like there was light right and light was preserved by these kids uh and darkness bad i think right um well, that's what I'm not sure. <laughs> and then also, here's five union leaders. So it used to be that there, that there was balance between light and darkness. Uh-huh. And in order to keep that balance maintained, there were an order of martial artists uh, <laughs> called Keyblade Wielders. Uh-huh. Who collect lux to make more light so there's enough oh, right. of it. I forgot it was called Lux. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we said that like a week ago when we did uh, an episode, but or like two weeks ago. Uh, Lux, yeah. So that's just light. Teen, yeah, teenagers with key swords collect light to maintain the balance, and they're all in these little guilds. There's five of them. They all have furries for leaders. Yep. I don't really remember any of their names. Uh, you got your Gula. You got your Ava. You got your. Um, I keep wanting to say Ixy, but I'm pretty sure that's a Neopet. Uh, yeah, Ixion. That's a that's a is that a Pokemon a, or an Aeon? I can't I gonna, remember. I was gonna say that's an yeah, that is an Aeon. Yes, maybe Sora is an so, Aeon. Makes you think. They uh-huh. gather this Lux uh-huh. in a dumb way, uh, which is to mm-hmm. say, they open up a book. Oh, right. The- that has the future written in it, and they jump inside to, the, like, the pages of the book, and it transports them into well, the futures described within the book. Well, so we're told... Do they jump in... I don't know if they jump in the book so much as the book can project... Are you really making... Uh, yeah, sure. Jumping into <laughs> a book is a different thing we'll talk about. Blue can Winnie do, we can Pooh. too. Which will probably be important at some point, that Winnie the Pooh's book also works that way, but... Uh, yeah, so we need to talk about the Book of Prophecies then, probably. Yeah. It, it exists. It's a book that has all of fate, the universe, written inside of it. It was written by the, the, the guy above all of these five union leaders, the Master of Masters, Mom. He has these eyes, these fucked up blue eyes. And, and he can, like, de- apparently detach them yeah, he, he, and send them on, like, bogus journeys. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Kingdom Hearts 4, Sora faces the music. Uh, so, yeah, so Mom takes out one of his funky little eyes, puts it in a very, puts it in a sword he bought from Spencer's a Gifts. A really cool sword. And he gives it to, uh, another guy, uh, Lushu, uh, spelled L-U-X-U, like Lux, L-U-X. Don't, I don't know if that's intentional, or they're not even said the same way, as far as I know. Uh, is these two guys, we don't see their faces. They're just wearing black cloaks, and we we don't know anything about them um, other than they're very funny. Uh, the, so there's seven of them all together, five union leaders, Lushu, Mom. Mom. And so Lushu gets the special... So each of they the union leaders jobs. gets a job assigned yes. to them by the Master of Masters. Uh-huh. Um, we don't need to go into detail. I don't think about what each of those were because I don't fucking remember them. And also, it doesn't really matter. They're unimportant. One of them is trying to keep the peace. He does a really fucking bad job. Yeah. And we think one of them's the traitor 
it was probably Ava based on well, the information we have now. But yeah, they all get in a bunch of fucking fights and they're well, like, we should say that we should say that the, the trait we should expand on the traitor thing because the traitor, the, the book of prophecies has a missing page. All right. And that page was only given to one of the union leaders. So they're that's their it's role Gula, is to know. And right. I don't give a fuck. Probably. <laughs> I think Gula has the page, and the page is like, you have a job to make sure you stop a traitor, because I know a traitor's going to yeah. happen. For a, for a man who can see the future, nothing seems to be going well. It seems like it's a pretty bad pro- prophecy book. For yeah. all its pages, it doesn't seem like it's very clear on things. No. But one of the things it is very clear on is that there will be a calamity called the Keyblade War. Mm-hmm. Light and darkness will have their climactic clash. Uh, and darkness will win. That's the cool. that's the that's what's set up for them. And the union leaders kind of get it in their heads that that calamity is going to come about because of the traitors' actions. And so they begin to infight a lot uh, as they try to find out about the traitor. In the meantime, Joe, do you want to talk about what Lushu is doing? Yeah. So Lushu is given a task to fuck off forever. Um, he takes <laughs> he, he, he takes the sword. You have a very special job. Get out of my sight. Get the fuck away from me. Uh, well, also, yeah. So mom ghosts as well. He's just like, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Lucio also has a job to fucking go. And you five just fucking hold down the fort and don't let anything bad happen. Exclusively bad things happen. Lucio though and, is given. Oh, and also you are like uh, the rulers of this world. Good luck. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. Uh. So. Lushu gets the sword with the funky eyeball in it, so that way um, the Master Masters can see everything in the future. It's just like, take everything that sword. That, that sword sees. Yeah, which seems to be everything that matters in the plot. Uh, pass the sword down, bounce through different bodies if you have to, which comes up later, um, came up pretty recently. Then, yeah, just just do that, so that way I can see the future and write the book, because he wrote the Book of Prophecies. Not really sure how the circular time logic works. I also don't care. Uh, Lushu also gets <laughs> a very special box. He gets a mystery box oh, yeah. from Hot Topic. I almost Topic. forgot about the fucking box. Because we don't know what's don't in know it, what's but in they it make yet. a big deal about it. Yeah, he has it. We don't know what's in it yet. It comes up at the end of Kingdom Hearts 3, but not like... It's just that it's still in play. Don't know what's in it, though. The general idea, though, is that there is some sort of it. The implication is that there is some sort of larger machination that the Master of Masters is either orchestrating or playing a part in. Yes, it involves that box. It involves the he's he's you know all of these pieces we've been talking about. He's playing joke intended like twenty dimensional chess. Anyways, we're making terrible time. Uh, The Keyblade Ward happens and everyone dies except for uh, a group of kids that are selected by Ava called the Damned Alliance. They are uh, told, hey, Keyblade War is going to happen. Y'all need to fuck off and not do- deal with that so you live. So they do that, uh, except for one whose name is Strelicia. She gets murked because she's trying. To- she goes into a spooky house looking for the player character, um, and she dies. She was supposed to... Uh, oh, right. Ava picked five union leaders, by the way. <laughs> um, that's important. Well, we... we, we it- I think before we get into that, we should also explain that those those new union leaders that Ava is picking, she's doing so surreptitiously because she's also creating a cadre God. of special folks across all of the different unions called the Dandelions, mm-hmm. called so because they are uh, scattered into they, the wind. Yeah, they kind of act as like 
it's it's supposed to be they're acting as like a failsafe of like if darkness is victorious, the dandelions will still have scattered uh-huh. light off across the winds to keep it alive. And that's the purpose of the dandelions. And as you mentioned, she chooses five union leaders to lead that smaller population of Keyblade wielders yes. after the Keyblade War happens. So they all get books on how to be union leaders. Um, and one of them gets a book of prophecies and we're pretty sure it's brain, um, which is a dumb, there's name. a guy named brain. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's five characters or that, that one of them was Strelitzia. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, she does not make it. We don't know who replaces her until much later, but the fi- but at the end of the, the Keyblade war, they're all supposed to meet up in this graveyard of Keyblades and the five union leaders that show up are Ephemer, uh, a boy with white hair who we've seen a couple times in the story. Uh, Scald is a girl I, I think we also see ahead of that time. Um, and then neither Scald nor Ephemer have characteristics to worry about. <laughs> no, not really. Uh, who uh, Lorium shows up, a guy with uh, long pink hair that'll be important later. He is the brother of Strelitzia. Yes, that's also important. It's important for two reasons. One is the brother of Strelitzia. Two is we've seen his face somewhere else before. Um, speaking of faces we've seen before, a boy shows up with short blonde hair. His name is Ventus. And then Brain. Brain's the other one, uh, who is a guy with a fedora and a stupid name. So they spend a lot of time confused about what fucking world they're in because apparently the Keyblade War ended the world. Yeah, it it there's... This is there's this is our first like real we we've kind we kind of skipped over our first real gap. There's like this weird you know air gap in the chronology mm-hmm. where we were told that the world was ended in the Keyblade War. I promise these games are about Sora. <laughs> and yet after it these union leaders and the dandelions generally are still there, but things are nebulously slightly different. In ways that lead them to think that they might be in a computer. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of confusion on, is this world back together after the war? Are they in a duplicate? Are they in a data copy that is inside of a duplicate world? Um, and as far as I know, there's no fucking clear answer. Uh, I, think, I think we're pretty Not sure yet. it's data. It's just that's, we yeah. don't know much else. No, I, th- I think that, yeah, the, that, that's right. We are pretty sure that they are in some, they are in some sort of data cache of the world. Yes. Um, we know that because they go to Wreck-It Ralph for a long time. <laughs> but what is happening to the... Oh, yeah, Disney's in these, by the way. The worlds are Disney. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, Maleficent's there. Yes, Mali- do you mm, From the Disney I movies. Can, yeah, so she... Did she accidentally time travel? Yes. It's, I think so, it happens during Kingdom Hearts 1, where, oh, by the way, if you split your heart from your body, you can time travel. Uh, which is to say that your heart can time travel to your body in the past is typically yes. how the rules of that are explained. Yes. However, it seems like they're broken all the time. Yes, and... Uh, Maleficent gets there because in the past of this world, this is the past of, of, this is a prequel, essentially, 
in the past, there is a data version of her world, um, and that's where she ends up. She talks to the physical manifestation of darkness, and he's like, you're not from this time. You're not data. What, what the fuck is up with you, Mrs. Maleficent? And she was like, a uh, weird teenage boy stabbed me with a sword. Now I'm here. I don't know why I'm here. So he's like, okay, I can get you back to your place, I guess. First, you have to get out of data. Then you can go back through time. You can't do them at the same time. So presumably there is a real world because she does get there. But I, I, there's, I feel like I'm forgetting important yeah, yeah, things. It's, well, it's difficult to know where to go from here. So yeah. one thing we can do is we can talk a little bit more about... Well, the problem is a lot of these updates were sprinkled out in between the plot of Wreck-It Ralph over like two right. fucking years. So the other, the other thing that's going on with the characters we've already talked about is that in the same way that there was a traitor with the first set of union leaders, uh, the new union leaders discover that there must be an imposter among them. I don't remember how. Yeah, and Ventus is looking kind of sus. <laughs> but firmed later when Brain, who received, in addition to his union leader rule book, right. the Book of Prophecies from Ava, tells the rest of the group that instructed presumably by the master of masters to give the book of prophecies to a different union leader, but was dissatisfied in the predictions that the book of prophecy has. And so attempted to uh, become a virus the timeline yeah. in a different direction by instead giving the book of prophecies to brain with the idea that he's such a weirdo that, mm -hmm. So fucking things freak. will go in a different direction and he, he kind of takes that to heart and he yeah he kind of takes that to heart and like tries to i was live that out i was gonna make a joke about how his cheerthy wears a hat but we haven't mentioned cheerthies yet um <laughs> they all have little maybe cute we won't we have cute little friends though he comes up later or a cheerthy comes up later but uh yeah they all have cute little friends who help them on their tasks we think that they are a type of creature called a dream eater um, which is all very confusing. The hardest part about starting with Unchained is it pulls so much from shit that you know if you've played like Dream Drop Distance. But I think like much later in the timeline. But I think that's like that's a general that's a decent overview so far. I think the only other thing we need to cover from Unchained is that we find out that in fact Ventus is unwittingly the yes. imposter because uh, he was possessed by the darkness, which we previously yeah. saw talking to Maleficent, uh, to kill Strelitzia. And he does not know that, but he finds that out uh, as the, the rest of the group does. Yes, and uh, Lurium confronts him. Well, uh, Ventus admits it to Lurium, which uh, makes him upset. This is right after Lurium gets the shit beaten out of him by Maleficent, uh, and she rides some machine called an Ark. Uh, back to the real world, and then she has to worry about going in the future. Uh, also, that machine that is called the Ark is a thing that we've seen before in Kingdom Hearts 1. It's also been in the trailers for uh, Melody of Memories, so it's uh, important. Yeah, that's probably all the Unchained stuff that matters. Uh, we're making terrible time. <sighs> Should we talk about Dark Road? I don't think so yet. There's not really enough there. Cover. I, I guess I'll just say real quick, Dark Road is a game about uh, Xehanort, a guy named, you're going to hear that name a lot, Xehanort, um, when he's like a teenager, he was on an island, he got uh, approached by a black or a brown cloak figure, which is his heart from the future traveling back in time, and opens a, don't worry about it, 
He opens a portal uh, and takes him to a place called Skalad Kalem, where he studies to be a Keyblade wielder with a guy named Ericus. And we're going to see them old in a game called Birth by Sleep. Is Birth by Sleep next? I think so. I don't even have a list in front of me. We fast forward. Neither do I. That's the whole. Yeah, this is the, this is Nothing. the fun of it. Yeah. We're going to forget a game. What's, I promise. What's, well, We're going to get the, to Chain of Memories and just forget it. <laughs> We're going to forget all about Castle of Oblivion. Here's the thing. This is an episode perfectly designed for people to get mad at us for missing shit. <laughs> um, I hope y'all are just having fun. That's what we're doing. Um, so, yeah, so Birth by Sleep. We can consider there to be another huge gap in the chronology here. There's yes. another one of our notable gaps between the end of Unchained and where we start now, which is in Birth by Sleep, which follows... Dark Road happens it, somewhere in the middle. Yep. Uh, we follow an amnesiac Ventus who does not remember his time as a dandelion or yes. really anything. This is our... this in, in the release order, this is the first time we saw Ventus. Mm-hmm. That's the first time we saw someone who looks like Ventus, so there's several layers of confusing. Uh, but yeah, Ventus is one of three students, and he noticeably has amnesia, and the other two students, uh, Terra and Aqua, uh, are like older siblings to him. Not in reality, but they treat him that way. Adopted, essentially. Yes. Yeah, and they, uh, you know, they're a little older, so they get their, they take a test called the Mark of Mastery, which is essentially just like the you know, the finishing exam for yeah. your Keyblade license. How, how you become a Keyblade master. And so once they get that, when they take their test, rather, they are visited by some old friend of their master, Ericus. Their master is Ericus, and mm-hmm. his old friend, Xehanort, who you mentioned in uh, A Dark Road, comes uh-huh. to uh, observe their taking of the test, but they don't know him. Little do they know he brings with him a biker looking fuck <laughs> named Vanitas who is we're 90% sure is the embodiment of the darkness that had previously could be yeah. possessed Ventus um but is at least some sort of counterpart of Ventus. Yeah, we know from Birth by Sleep in flashback so this happens before the test that Xehanort was training Ventus and he wasn't doing very well so he splits him into a being of pure light uh, in a being of pure darkness. So whether it was the darkness possessing him from Unchained or not, there was enough, I th- probably was, I think. I think that's what the series is pointing us towards. But that whatever darkness was in him is now fully split out, and it looks like uh, Vanitas. It's Vanitas. It's a biker boy. And uh, Ventus is now, remembers fucking, he doesn't remember anything. He doesn't remember Unchained, and he super doesn't remember Xehanort. <laughs> yep, and what happens here is that during the test, there's some, some you know, stuff gets shaken up uh, because Xehanort is pulling some strings behind the scene. Mm-hmm. And Xehanort goes missing. Uh, Vanitas spooks Ventus into running away from home, making him think that Terra is leaving him forever. Shows up at his room and is like, what, you gonna cry? You gonna shit and piss? uh is it tara goes off to find xehanort who disappeared and then and then the master sends aqua out after i don't remember what xehanort says to tara but yeah tara goes off first ventus follows him because venita says you're losing your big brother and then uh aqua is like ah shit both of my dumbass idiots left i gotta go take care of them and she that's what she does for the whole game is clean up their messes yeah, they get in a lot of hijinks, but the important bit in, in is the worlds that... of Disney movies, by the way. Yep. Do we just skip ahead to the Keyblade? Like, does anything in Birth by Sleep matter? I will say a couple things matter. 
they interact with Maleficent, and Xehanort t- tells Maleficent, I think, about the Book of Prophecy. She knows about it eventually. She knows about it in a game called Recoded, the most important game in the franchise. Uh, but <laughs> Maleficent's there. She turns into a dragon, like the Disney movie. I don't know if you've seen it. They become friends with Stitch. Uh, a lot of the Disney stuff matters if you care about the plot of the Disney worlds and other games. Like, Hercules is there. Uh, they interact with Zack from Final Fantasy VII. Um, but that's not really important in the grand scheme of things, I don't think. Uh, no. But, um... uh, halfway through the game, you have three different, uh, storylines you play as. Uh, halfway through each of them, they all have, like, some confrontation in a place called the Keyblade Graveyard. Uh, Ventus becomes friends with Mickey Mouse, um, and fights Vanitas. We find out that the creatures they've been fighting this whole time called Unversed. Unversed! Uh, which they yell a lot for some reason. Mainly Terra. Yeah, uh, they oh, re- actually, really from Im- Vanitas. Really important thing, Aqua uh, is in love with Cinderella. <laughs> That's important. <laughs> it's wanna... true. So those unversed emanate out from Vanitas's bad feels. They're like yeah. his depression spores, basically. And so we find that out. We find out that Venti- Ventus finds out that he and Vanitas are this kind of uh duality where vent vanitas is the darkness that was within ventus a dyad in the force um yeah terra kind of gets taken under xehanort's wing um that's one way to say it xehanort oh wait they all go to destiny islands once (laughs) yeah yeah we'll get there xehanort wants to terra xehanort has it in his head that (laughs) the balance of light and darkness is out of whack Mm -hmm. and he needs to do some sort of grand ritual to reboot the universe so that the balance can be restored because if Uh you recall the keyblade war caused this calamity and it 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 caused the the world's light and dark balance to swing heavy into darkness so Mm -hmm. more darkness than light he wants to reboot the universe to restore that balance and he does so by or he rather he attempts to do so by fulfilling some prophecy about two equal forces of light and dark clashing together forming uh the kind of the primordial keyblade the mm-hmm. ur keyblade which is also just called the keyblade but it's spelled differently the 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 greek key or kai the meaning is the same uh the most ancient letter mm-hmm. and we know so little about the keyblade of war he does that by pitting Ventus and Vanitas against each other. Yeah. And his, the, the, the prestige of his <laughs> magic trick, so to speak, is that he, you know, he's an old decrepit man <laughs> and he extends his lifespan by stealing Terra's body. Yes. And also Vanitas and Ventus merge to become a sword. Uh-huh. They and fight Aqua. Aqua is able to save Terra's body, which houses both part of Terra and Xehanort's mind, but in doing so, gets herself lost to the darkness. Yeah. Before that, she hides Ventus's comatose body in the place that they're from. is called the uh, Land of Departure. Um, so, oh, yeah, uh, Ericus dies. Um, <laughs> we, I, I'm, like, thinking of all the things that you skipped over. Ericus dies... Um, because he fought Terra, Xehanort kind of finished him off, but Terra carries the guilt. It, that was at the Land of Departure as well. 
Uh, they all and then go, you wanted uh, to mention the Destiny Islands yeah, stuff, Yeah, be- before they go to the final showdown, uh, they all go to Destiny Islands, uh, which is a, an important place from the other games. It's where Xehanort's from, but also it's where Sora and Riku are, uh, the characters we're going to talk about here in a minute. Basically, Terra seems to give Riku the power to wield the Keyblade, so that way he can protect what matters most to him, which is Sora, um, his best friend. And that's just, and Aqua, also Aqua's like, yeah, you two care about each other a lot. Um, does Ventus even go there? Yes, but I think he just interacts with Vanitas there. Okay. He ends up making a connection with Sora, whether he knows it or not in the long run. But uh, yeah, so that all happens. Mickey Mouse is there. Um, he's just there uh, the whole time. Um, but yeah, so she hides Ventus's body in the land of departure and then uses Ericus's keyblade to use their fucking secret technique to transform the Land of Departure castle into a castle that makes no fucking sense called Castle Oblivion. Um, Yeah, they kind of turn it into a maze so that Mm -hmm. the comatose Ventus can be safely hidden hidden away. um, Yes. From... Why? What are they? What? Um, Why do they do that? Why do they... (laughs) I don't (laughs) actually know. Is anyone after him? uh, Presumably Xehanort would be. Right, like that, because he's gonna slam the boys together again to make the sword. Yeah. Um. So she's protecting him there. Also, we've seen Castle Oblivion later. This is the second time we've seen it. Seen it technically, if you're playing the games in release order. But 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 do what? I feel like there was something else. Oh, Brake. Brake's there. Yeah, there's a dude named Brake. He, he has an eye patch. He's, uh, he's like a mercenary type figure, as far as we can tell. If he we talks were just like this, this. As if. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, he looks a lot like a character we're gonna see uh, in a later game, but yeah, he's he's like the second in command to Xehanort. Um, he has these cool arrow guns. He fights Aqua. Uh, but, but I think that's prob- he fights Terra at one point too. Yeah, but uh, so Terra gets his body yoinked by the old man. Uh, but his like they all have Keyblade armor to help them traverse between worlds. Terra's Keyblade armor like carries on with his willpower and fights. But should it doesn't we kind win. Of talk about, should we talk, take this opportunity to talk about the kind of tripartite soul of Kingdom Hearts, which is to say, uh, I mean, we're, we're mind, halfway body, in, so. and mind, body, and heart are like... Yeah, kind of. They're like, so hearts is a very important thing, as you can imagine from the title of the series. It represents, everyone's heart represents kind of like their part of their self that is their connections to other people and the part of their selves that are... Um, like it's like passion and connection to other people and uh, kindness. Those are the kind of aspects passion, that are housed sanctuary, within the heart. Face your fears. <laughs> uh, there is the body, which is uh, both what houses the heart, but also what houses uh, memory. At sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, memory is confusing. It can kind of be housed uh-huh. in the body, the heart, or the mind. But um, or data, the, the body even is, data. Even data, uh, well, hearts can even appear uh-huh. in data. So we get, we, we will get multiple instances of like these three pieces, the, the heart, uh, the body and the will or the mind, whatever you want to call it. Each of them, we, we see examples of what happens in this universe when we just have like two out of the three of those or one out of the three of those. So if you, so Tara's just his mind just his will is housed within that keyblade armor that you were talking about so they yeah. call that Terra's lingering will yes uh it does not win the fight uh xehanort 
gets away with the body, but seems to lose all of his memory. Uh, the Keyblade armor just kind of stays there. It'll show up later. Uh, but Aqua chases Terra Xehanort to a place called Radiant Garden, which we've seen a couple times. Merlin's there from the Disney movies. And uh, also Scrooge McDuck. Not important. Oh, I guess there, uh, there are two kids. They're like teenagers named Lee and Isa. They're boyfriends. They are going up to the castle of Radiant Garden to help an old scientist named Ansem the Wise. Um, this isn't really important in this game, but it's important later. Um, but they're helping him with some experiments. They become friends with Ventus. Uh, mainly, Lee becomes friends with Ventus. Um, Aqua, in this courtyard, fights Terra Xehanort at the end of the game. Uh, she kind of loses the fight. She, like, sacrifices herself to save uh Terra Xehanort's body, thinking that the good in him will survive. She's, I mean, she's technically right, but also mostly Eventually wrong. Eventually right. She's mostly <laughs> it wrong. It takes a while. She's mostly yeah. wrong. But uh, Terra Xehanort uh, completely has no memory, though. Uh, so he gets, like, he gets saved. He's just in the Radiant Garden Plaza all alone, and uh, Aqua drifts into that, the realm that of Ansem, That Ansem scientist guy we were talking about before that Lee and Isa were helping, mm -hmm. he takes the new amnesiac Terra Xehanort yeah. hybrid Terra, under his wing. Looks like Terra, but a deeper voice and white hair. And is clearly clearly more Xehanort than Terra, even yes. though this this even though this new figure does not have all of the memories of either Terra nor Xehanort, in fact has none, uh seems to be, you know, more evil than good. Yeah. So more Xehanort than Also Bragg works with Anson the Wise and recognizes him and is like, Oh, the old man's plan worked. So he's like periodically nudging Terra Xehanort and is like, Hey, you have an evil plan to destroy the world. And he's like, I do? Okay. Yeah, so they kind yeah, they like Bragg kind of like gets Terra Xehanort back up to as much of speed as Bragg can do, we assume. Yes. Kind, mostly off screen. Yeah. There are a bunch of other assi uh, assistants to Ansem that we meet here, but we'll talk about them more later. But yeah. They got names. Well, They're around. Yeah, so Aqua is fighting her way through the realm of darkness. Um, a lot of time passes in a very short time for her. Uh, we'll probably come back to her at the end of Kingdom Hearts 1. Uh, but she, yeah, so she's going through the darkness. She fights these things called Heartless, which are just like beings of pure darkness that are starting to show up again. Uh, I say again because they were in Unchained, but they're not in this game. Um, they're also in Dark Road, but they're not in Birth by Sleep, except for here in the Realm of Darkness. Um, eventually she'll meet up with Mickey Mouse, but notably, that's later. Though, notably though, the Heartless only appeared before this as uh, within the future projections yes. of the... Uh, Book of Prophecies, strange. or in Data, which is yeah. also strange. Uh, and Dark Road, that's not true. So, and so by the time of Dark Road, true. they're just yep. around. Yep. So something happened when the world split. Uh, I realize this is kind of like uh, Elder Scrolls because the world keeps ending to try again, but the <laughs> but the one that we're in is like no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways. So we can go from there to Kingdom Hearts One, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, we'll we check. catch back up with Sora, one of the little boys that yeah. another uh, time jump Terra happens. and Aqua met. Yeah, so now he's like they are no what, longer 14? little boys; they're just boys. Yeah, yeah they're like I think they're yeah. I, I I always guessed Sora was fourteen, Riku was fifteen. Um, oh, one thing we can jump back to Birth by Sleep for just a second. Aqua meets a little kid named Kyrie. Oh yeah, uh, yep. a little a little girl named Kyrie, 
we think she might have accidentally given her the power to wield a key, but it's not really important. But uh, she meets her. It's kind of weird because in Kingdom Hearts 1, the first game, Kairi is on this island, Destiny Islands, with Sora and Riku. They've just been friends for a, an amount of time. Don't know how she got here, really. Um, but within Kingdom Hearts 1, they tell you that she's um, the princess of Radiant Gardens. Um, she's one of seven princesses of heart. It's a concept we'll talk about in a second. Uh, we've been talking for 35 minutes. Um, it's interesting. I never interpreted her as specifically the princess of Radiant Garden, just that she was one of the princesses of heart, and, of heart and that she's from that planet. That's but probably anyway. a better way to phrase it, actually. It's just, yeah, I don't really, we don't really know anything about her life on Radiant Garden yet. It's just, she meets Aqua. And, <laughs> and she, she has, has a grandma. grandma. <laughs> yeah. Um, unimportant stuff, really. But uh, yeah, so Sora's uh, hanging out with his friends. They're like, we know there's other worlds out there. Let's build a raft and go. So you build a raft, and uh, before you can use it, a storm happens, and uh, their island is, like, consumed by darkness. These things called Heartless show up. Uh, Sora tries to fight his way through them with a wooden sword. He can't. Yeah, he's been having these weird dreams lately. Yeah. Like, does any of this make sense or not? Yeah. And no. He, <laughs> so he's been having these weird dreams, and... In the dreams, he's fighting the creatures that he then later sees in the storm that Joe I, I, I is describing. I didn't even talk about the tutorial, but I guess that's important. Yeah, he's told by a disembodied voice in this dream that he will be the one to open the door. Will he ever uh, open and, it? Who could say? Uh, but anyway, yeah, he he can't attack the mon- the monsters. The Heartless don't react to just the wooden sword. Uh-huh. Um, he ends up finding riku on the island mm-hmm. but he's acting all weird yeah he he's like this darkness is kind of cool i think i'm gonna side with the darkness to travel worlds um and Sora's like no don't and um in that moment uh a, a keyblade appears in sora's hand um a bunch of text on the screen pops up that says keyblade as well to let you know it's a keyblade because it's the first game and uh he has it I want to jump back to Birth by Sleep for a second because it is to talk about Ventus. Ventus, yeah. yeah. So when Ventus is just completely wrecked to shit by Vanitas and becoming a sword, uh, his body is comatose, but his heart had to go somewhere safe, um, and it goes to the purest light it can find, which is Sora. Okay, cool. That's y- right. Ventus. Um, they had previous. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Ventus's heart is in Sora at the end of Birth by Sleep. Um, which is presumably why he is able to get this Keyblade, even though Riku was the one bequeathed. I don't, it's messy because it's kind of a series of retcons, but, uh, Sora gets the Keyblade. Riku is able to wield it later in the game, uh, because he was bequeathed, but this Keyblade went to Sora in this moment, probably because of the darkness and Ventus. Anyways. Yeah, Kyrie seems to be gone. Uh, we haven't even Riku's talked gone. about Billy Zane. True. Um, before this, <laughs> uh, yeah, we miss we skipped that part before a, the storm a, came. Yeah, there's a cave on the island. Billy Zane's in it. Yeah, <laughs> Sora goes into this little secret cave, and the same. So remember, we talked about in Dark Road, Xehanort <laughs> briefly spoke with his future self, but didn't realize it was his future self. We see that again, where brown cloak, a brown cloak that. Um, we will later come to find out is uh, just the heart of one iteration of Xehanort that Oof. is time traveling to kind of like loaded sentence. get all the machinations in motion. Um, 
It interacts with Sora briefly. It's voiced by Z- Billy Zane. Only in the first game, unfortunately. We should come back. I do want to say, in between the ending of Birth by Sleep and here, we do know that Terra Xehanort takes up apprenticeship under Anton the Wise and essentially usurps him. He, like, turns his apprentices against him, goes through this process to, like, split their bodies and hearts, um, and he starts using the name Ansem himself. Yep. So when he splits his heart, that's when he does all this time traveling in the brown cloak and is, like, bouncing through time, telling everyone his plan so they all fucking meet up at the right time in the future. So this cloak is going to call himself Ansem, but it is the heart split from Terra Xehanort, Apprentice Xehanort, and also it turns into a Heartless. Yeah, he, with the experiments that their lab has been doing on Heartless, he kind of finds a way to make himself into one, uh, and does. Yes. Um, heart, uh, we learn a little bit more about the nature of the Heartless. The Heartless are... Contrary to their name, they are actually comprised purely of hearts, but hearts that have been taken over by the darkness. And so these disembodied of hearts of people that have been taken over by the darkness turn into monsters. There are two versions of them. One arises in the way that I just described. The other, which are called pure blood heartless, and then the emblem heartless are ones that are artificially created by other means. Yeah. Um, so Sora, one other thing on the island I want to point out is that he goes in that cave during the storm, and he sees Kyrie there, but she, like, is a ghost or something. Like, it's just a vision of Kyrie that flies at him, um, just to save you all the trouble. Her heart is also in him now. He figures that out later. But that's what happens here. He gets blown out of the cave. Uh, he fights a big monster. The island gets slurped up by the darkness. Yummy, yummy, yummy. He wakes up in a town called Traverse Town which is where you go when your world gets yoinked, and he... He meets some Final Fantasies. He meets he meets both Leon, uh, which is Squall, uh, from Final Fantasy VI, and... Eight. Eight. I went the wrong direction from seven. Seven is my, my fulcrum point. Um, <laughs> not super important, Leon, but he goes by Leon now because he, all of his friends are dead. Uh, some other characters there from Final Fantasy games. More importantly, he meets uh, some Disney characters. He meets uh, Donald and Goofy. Uh, from the Disney cartoons, and they talk a lot about their King Mickey Mouse. Yeah, they've been sent by King Mickey to find the bearer of the Keyblade, and so they find Sora, and they stick by him. Yeah, Keyblades became super rare at some point. Mickey Mouse has one. Yeah. And uh, later we'll find out he's looking specifically for the one of the Realm of Darkness. Um, Mickey Mouse, Donald and Goofy are in Birth by Sleep briefly, um, they're at a place called Yin Sid's Tower, it's where Yin Sid is, he's also a Disney character, he's the teacher of Mickey Mouse, um, he'll show up in Kingdom Hearts 2 again, but I figured I'd mention it now, but yes, they stick with Sora, he goes to Disney World's looking for his friends, uh, he makes some new ones, and the Meanwhile, main... Riku makes some different friends, which is to say that he makes friends with Maleficent. Yes. And remember she her? is around. What's she trying to do in this one? I don't even remember. Uh, it's very, I don't even know when this fucking takes place uh, in terms of the Maleficent timeline. But yeah, she her goal is really just darkness is good, I think. Um, so she turns Riku against his best friend, 
And it's like, he replaced you with a dog and a duck. Um, and it works. It completely works because he's an insecure fucking teenage boy uh, who already probably thought, like, was already jealous of attention from Kyrie. Uh, anyways, yeah, they go to Disney World. They get swallowed by a whale. Uh, Riku is just kind of mean to Sora and bullies a puppet named Pinocchio. Uh, but he's like, helps him sometimes too. It's like messy. Eventually... What's important, I think, if we're jumping ahead in real plot, uh, they get to a... Oh, they're flying between worlds on a thing called a gummy ship. Not important. They get to a place called Hollow Bastion, which we'll eventually learn is Radiant Garden after it fell to the darkness. So Ansem, Seeker of Darkness, which is the full title of Xehanort after he took the name Ansem. I'm sorry. Uh, He does all these experiments. The place falls to darkness. All of his friends get fucked up. Uh, and it turns into Hollow Bastion. Also, while all of this is happening, Ugh. worlds are starting to disappear. That's bad. And they're disappearing because... Oh, stars going out! Yeah. Uh, and that's all happening because Heartless are reaching the hearts of worlds and oh, yeah. gobbling them right up, and when that happens, they get destroyed. The little fragments of those leftover worlds are kind of gathering together off screen right now into a place that we'll eventually call the end of the world. It's just like all of the world scraps from the worlds chomped up by Heartless are congealing into that. Am I right in remembering that Ansem Seeker of Darkness is trying to artificially create a version of Kingdom Hearts in that? Is that what he's trying to do? That is correct. So We haven't even talked about Kingdom Hearts, even though it's the big fucking deal about birth by sleep that that's you talked about xehanort's plan to like level the playing field again and the keyblade yeah. but also the keyblade the the primordial key part blade, of that rich part of that ritual spell he was doing summons with the key blade, uh summons this thing called kingdom hearts which is a big heart in the sky and it's apparently also heaven <laughs> yeah it's well also the final world is heaven it's very messy um nothing makes sense uh but yeah so the kingdom hearts of kingdom hearts one is not kingdom hearts it's an artificial yeah, attempt so, to make Kingdom Hearts by uh, just uh, just gumming up the hearts of worlds. Right. And so Xehanort thinks, sorry, Ansem Seeker of Darkness. Which is, which that, is Xehanort's heartless after he takes the body yeah, of Terra. Thinks that, uh, and boy, I might be wrong on this, <laughs> uh, but we've probably been wrong before already. Eh. He thinks that if you open... King, he, he's he knows that the, he's got all, he knows that all these heartless are going gobbling up worlds and kind of just like accidentally just by instinct are getting those world hearts gathered up together into this kind of second kingdom hearts and he thinks that he can extract power from it and so he goes to the end of the world where uh there is a door to the realm of darkness seeking power from this new kingdom hearts that's building just behind that door in the realm of darkness mm-hmm Sora stops him uh, because it turns out the kingdom that Kingdom Hearts is light, uh, light, not darkness. So it cool. uh, evaporates Ansem. And that's the end of Kingdom Hearts one. Yeah. Also, Mickey Mouse is there. Um, he finds the keyblade that he was looking for in the realm of darkness. Thanks to Aqua, who is still there. He's trying to save Aqua. It, like he's he's there to help Sora and Riku, who is in the realm of darkness. Now, we should talk about just briefly. Uh, 
Riku does become a pure being of darkness in the, in Hollow Bastion. Uh-huh. He gets a, a he gets a keyblade. We skipped a lot of important stuff. Yeah, he gets a keyblade that lets a, a, like separates a heart from a body. It is made out of the hearts of the seven princesses of heart, which are just a bunch of uh, uh, uh important women, important damsels in distress. Yeah, they're all Disney characters except for Kyrie. Um, and and basically, Riku's like, yeah, we can't complete this portal without the seventh one, which is Kyrie, and she's inside of you, Sora. And he's like, okay, and he stabs himself with the sword uh, to let her heart go. This is important. He turns into a heartless. Um, another thing happens, which we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, because when some, when a very powerful heart is separated from its body, uh, something is formed from the body called a nobody, but Sora is very weird because he very quickly goes back to normal because Kyrie is so, uh, powerful with light because she's a princess that she just yeah. switches, and switches them right back. And there were three hearts inside him, including his yes. own Kyrie's and Ventus's when that happened. So a lot of fucked up strange happens. things yeah strange um, things are happening is that how that song goes i haven't seen toy story i don't one know what minute. song that it's is a, uh it's toy story one randy newman oh anyway it's when buzz shows uh, up it's strange things that, are happening because it's sci-fi is better than westerns now what's our what's our timer uh, are we 49 we minutes <laughs> fuck uh, i was very <laughs> generous when i thought we'd be at kingdom hearts 2 at this point okay so kingdom hearts chain of memories they go Mickey Mickey has disappeared into yeah. the realm of darkness because they needed someone With, on both sides of that door to close it so yeah. that the darkness world wasn't uh, seeping out into the world of, yes. the realm of light. Riku stays with them and Aqua falls deeper into the realm of darkness to save them. It's a bummer. Riku, or it's, Mickey says that he'll save her, but he is ultimately too late. We'll deal with that later. But yes, Mickey's gone. Riku is probably with him in the realm of darkness. Sora is in the fucking liminal space between light and dark looking for them. He finds a castle. Joined by, Do- joined by Donald and Goofy. Yes. And they end up finding a castle on the side of the road, which is Castle Oblivion, which you recall is the new name of the Land of Departure, where Aqua, Terra, and Ventus lived and trained. Uh, as you recall, Aqua has since turned it into a labyrinth called Castle Oblivion. Secretly, Ventus is hidden there, uh, as Not you remember. But in this game, that <laughs> that won't that won't ha- be important for this game, Chain of Memories, wherein Sora goes in, uh, and a bunch of new villains end up uh, along with the magic of the castle and the magic of a character we'll explain in a bit called Nomine. Uh, he gets his. Uh, mind erased um he his his memories get start getting messed with and the farther he goes into castle oblivion the more the fake memories start to feel like the real ones yeah so axel is i would say one of the 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 most seen faces uh in this one he is the nobody of lee he looks a lot like the the kid lee looks exactly like him but older uh from birth by sleep uh the main bad guy of this game is uh marluxia um, which is the nobody of Lorium. Don't exactly know how any of the Unchained people end up in the main capital W world that Kingdom Hearts is taking place in, uh, but Marluxia is the main bad guy of this castle, so eventually defeats him. Namine seems to be the nobody formed from Kyrie's heart, and she has special powers over Sora because of the whole th- that whole situation. But Larkseen... Larkseen's kind of important. Not we don't really know why, but like her somebody was also in Unchained. Her name's Elrina, 
We didn't talk about her because she doesn't do anything. She just knew Strelitzia. And she seems to have a thought, like, Larxene has a fondness for Marluxia as well. Um, uh, they, Vexen, we also start to learn that they are all part of an organization 13. called Organization 13. They're each yes. given numbers. They all wear black cloaks. They're all nobodies. Uh-huh. They all have X's in their name, which is actually a symbol that their leader uses to track them. Uh, only other character of note uh, is Vexen, who is a scientist who is trying to research what hearts and bodies are so he can make his own. And he makes a replica of Riku, which we call Repliku, which is really convinced that it's the real Riku. But the real Riku beats the shit out of him. Yep. Cool. Sora beats Marluxia too. Yeah. Sora and uh... Riku are both in this castle, but they never meet each other. They go on completely different paths. Riku is joined by Mickey Mouse. And they have to fight a vision of Ansem the Wise, which is all just a big metaphor for overcoming trauma. But in the long run, it wasn't really Ansem. Er, er, oh, fuck. I said Ansem. Secret. <laughs> a vision of Ansem, Seeker of Darkness. Uh, but it really was Ansem the Wise. But we don't know that it was Ansem the Wise because he's pretending to be a mummy named Diz. Anyways, uh, just deal with that, I guess. that's. I think that's basically it. Like, Sora... Sora takes a deal from Namine. She's like, I can put your memories back of Kairi and like undo all the, the messing I did in this game. Um, but you will forget everything that happened in this castle. Uh, and it'll take a fucking year. And he's like, okay, yeah, Kairi's the most important thing to me. Uh, and so he goes under the fucking uh, sleep egg and a year passes. Riku does not accept this offer and walks the path to dawn or some shit. In... So that's the end of Chain of Memories. Yes. We go to Kingdom Hearts 2. During that period where Sora is Roxas. Uh, asleep, getting his memories put back in the right order, we follow a boy named Roxas, who is the nobody of Sora when Sora turned himself into a Heartless. Ro yeah, Roxas is at Sora with an X in it. He is the 13th member of Organization 13. He is special to them because he can wield a Keyblade. Also, he does that because Sora can. He looks like Ventus. Uh, let's see. Yeah, he goes on. He becomes really good friends with Axel. A 14th member shows up. Her name is Shion. Um, we eventually realize that she is a replica that is designed to absorb the memories of Sora through Roxas. As a backup, so eventually she can also wield the Keyblade. Then they have two. Organization 13's goal at this point is to defeat Heartless to collect hearts. They are trying to, again, uh, rather than get the hearts of worlds, they're just trying to get so many fucking hearts that they can make their own kingdom hearts and then get their own hearts. That's they fail, so it doesn't end up mattering. <laughs> yeah, and also, and also it's a front because Zimnus has like a different goal for like a real Organization 13. So, like, that's not really why they're trying to open Kingdom Hearts, but it's what they say in Kingdom Hearts 2. It, it's fine. Uh, ultimately, yeah, I mean, uh, there's a lot of emotional shit that happens in days, but I don't really think it's plot relevant. Like, Sora's, or, or Roxas is really sad that, like, he has to fight Shion because she's kind of successful as a powerful backup. So he, she wants to be stopped and he has to stop her. Uh, he bails from the organization and Axel's sad because they're friends. 
Yeah, um... He gets shoved in a computer at some point. Yep, uh... And when he gets shoved into the computer, he loses his memories because no one gets to keep them in Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> uh, and, uh... Tirana! Yeah, we eventually kind of see Roxas go from confused child in a computer to a uh, real boy. Yes. And... Is, that, is there anything yeah, else Sora in Days thwart, that I'm... Sora thwarts Riku's the there. plot. Yeah, in Days, I don't think there's too much to cover other than, like, some stuff that points at the lingering will, or rather, that points to some Terra shit. Yeah, uh, Riku fine. does show up trying... Like, at the end of the game, Riku is, like, fighting Roxas to take him into the computer to protect him, uh, because that's... He is what Sora is missing. Like, they're trying to recover Sora, but they need Roxas. And so Riku beats him up, but he has to lean on the power of darkness to do it, and now he looks like Ansem Seeker of Darkness. That's all yeah. I can think of being important from that game at this uh, point. But then he stops looking like that later. In 2, yeah. In Kingdom Hearts 2, he fixes it, um, because a big gun blows up. Kingdom Hearts 2 starts with uh, seven days of Roxas' life in the computer. He realizes he's in the Matrix, uh, because Nominate helps. What? I mean, it's very good. Uh, he makes some friends. It's a very good video game that doesn't matter for the plot. Yeah, from the I just wanted that to we've done it because it. it's like the chronology is such that we've kind of covered so much prologue that to this that confusing. the actual events of this feel kind of uh, normal, just so straightforward. Sora thwarts the plan to of Organization Thirteen. Yeah, yeah. So Roxas goes back to Sora. He wakes up a year has passed. Um, yeah, he fights Organization Thirteen, who he doesn't remember. Uh, important, I guess, to say Zigbar is the nobody of Brig. He's kind of a leading person, and he'll be more important mm -hmm. later. He says, as if, a lot. Yeah, so Riku's he's trying to find Riku. Eventually does, but he looks like uh, an older man. And also Diz is there um, trying to uh, be less shitty. So he points a gun at the moon uh, to turn it into data. Uh <laughs> It doesn't, it doesn't work. It doesn't Don't worry work. About it. it doesn't work. It explodes, but that's what makes Riku go back to to looking like a, a teen boy again. Um, yeah, and they for some reason they fight. Uh, oh yeah, by the way, the leader of Organization Thirteen is the nobody half of Terra Xehanort. His name is Zimnus, which is Ansem with an X in it. Uh, they beat him. Bad news when you beat <laughs> a heartless and a nobody. The original person comes back. So old man Xehanort's back. Yes. This is after Kingdom Hearts 2. Sora and Riku both need to train real hard to pass their Mark of Mastery exam. Uh, uh -huh. Yen Sid, who's training them, um, decides to give them their exam in the dumbest way possible, which <laughs> yeah. is to have them jump from... Uh, so th I, I, in the process I, I, of I, all of those worlds being eaten in Kingdom Hearts 1, some of them came back slower than others, mm -hmm. and the ones that are still slow are said to be in a dreamlike state where they are kind of recovering. Sora and Riku yeah. get sent there uh, to train, but also to help the worlds wake I, up. I, I, I appreciate diving straight into... Oh, we just hit an hour. I appreciate diving straight into uh, Dream Job Distance. I want to take, uh, like, five seconds to say that Recoded happens. Oh, yeah. Just to say that, like... On, like, a Saturday afternoon, Mickey Mouse is like... Or actually, Jiminy. We haven't once mentioned that Jiminy the fucking cricket is hanging out with Sora this whole time. But he's, like, writing down a journal of everything that's happening to him. It goes blank uh, after Castle Oblivion because apparently written memories are not... Or just as reliable as memories. So they fucking yeah. go away. 
Um, and he's really fucking mad about that. Uh, the journal only says thank nominee. They're really caught up about who the fuck that is because they don't remember. But Jiminy's like, well, I think that there's still something in this book. So he turns it into Data. Data Sora is in that. The real Mickey Mouse guides him through the plot of Kingdom Hearts again, but fucked up. Um, and he becomes friends with Data Riku, which is also just like an avatar for the book, the, 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 the journal. Um, so he is the data avatar inside of the data. Um, he is the backup, the restore point. Um, it's all very stupid, but <laughs> by the end of this game, Data Sora learns that it's very important to process hurt. And uh, Data Namine says, Sora, there was these other three teenagers, uh, Terra Aquas <laughs> and Ventus, and Ventus is inside of the real Sora's heart. And they're like, okay, so Mickey Mouse tells, he doesn't tell Sora anything, but Mickey Mouse now knows. And he's like, Mom, Sora, you, you gotta go take the mark of mastery, please. And so Dream Drop Distance happened. I don't think I've missed anything important. <laughs> yeah, like I said, they're taking their mark of mastery exam by going to these sleeping worlds. In doing so, they get caught because the reconstituted Xehanort has, with the aid of <laughs> You're getting a few time traveling versions of himself. Wheels theory confirmed. Yeah. With the help of a few different time traveling versions of himself, creates an organization of 13 of himself or people who are half him, uh, which yeah. includes Zigbar, who kind of uh, chose to become half Xehanort, as he says. Yeah. So, but yeah, basically, these nobodies, before they reconstitute their hearts, which happens over time, uh, Xehanort can pump his own essence into these fibrous husks and turn them into half Xehanort. Um, because another way to fulfill his prophecy is to get 13 of himself. Um, one of them is him as a teenager, by the way. That's important. Young Xehanort's one of the, the bigger bads going into the end game. Uh, what else happens? In the world ends drop. with you is there. Um, I don't know if that's important yeah. yet. Uh, it probably will be later, but... Sora interacts with the characters from the world ends with you, which for some reason are in the dream state uh, Traverse Town, which is the place from the first game. Um, Kingdom Hearts 1. I, when I say first game, I mean that. What? Dream job. Sora. Riku? So, so at the beginning of the game, Sora is dragged. Uh, he's like double sleeping because of the organization's plan. And Riku instinctively dives into Sora's dreams to protect him. So he turns into what is Unknowingly. called... Unknowingly. Yes, he doesn't do it on purpose. Um, he is, turns into what uh, is... He, he is considered at this point a dream eater because uh, he is protecting Sora's dreams. That's why they don't interact in the game Whoa, directly. dream eater! Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, so they go through Sora... You finish Sora's plot line... And he gets knocked out to sleep and Riku has to fight like a bunch of really hard fights to win, to save Sora and awaken him. Sora's heart is protected by version, uh, like a weird dark version of Ventus's Keyblade armor because his heart's in there uh, and is real protective of him. Uh, bu -bu 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 that's, I think that's it. I don't remember why Riku fights a vision of Ansem Seeker of Darkness other than just like, more oh i have no idea he does i, <laughs> I don't even remember that happens because I, I think that's the scene where he says strength to protect what matters which is what tara said a long time ago but yeah i don't remember why 
I think it's, he just fights fucking everybody in that game. Yeah, a lot of that game is just kind of introducing who's going to be in Real Organization 13, which I'm pretty confident I could not list them all if I tried. Other than I know Replicus there. Uh, yeah, I think that's Dream Job Distance. Like, like it, Sora goes back to zero. Like, he didn't become a master. He didn't... Yep. He just kind of lost all of his power, so he is, like, going into Kingdom Hearts 3 with nothing. He's like, Yen Sid's like, you suck shit, Sora. Um, Riku's great. Riku's a master now, but God, Sora, you are just dog shit. So go fix that. In Kingdom Hearts 3, um, we spend 90% of the game of Sora running from world to world trying to become less dog shit. Yeah. And then in the last 10% of the game, the plot happens. He needs to learn what is called the power of waking. Um, I think that Disney worlds are like good at complementing the plot, but not enough for us to talk about them. Yep. Sora interacts with the members of Reorganization 13 that he hadn't met um, or forgot about in the case of Larxene or Marluxia. Axel's a good guy now. That happens in Dream Job Distance, actually. Um, Axel comes back to life as well. All these people who had their heartless and nobody defeated come back to be real people. Uh, Lee. Arguably, Axel becomes a good guy in 358, but that's fine. Well, <laughs> His yes, sure. is weird. Yeah, it, it's it's very messy and all over the place because he does a lot of bad things in Kingdom Hearts 2 to get back Roxas because he's friends with him. Um, but he ends up basically sacrificing himself to save Sora. And when he comes back to be a normal person in, in uh, Dream Drop Distance, he again is like, I'm going to save Sora. Got it. Memorized. And he does it. He's cool. Mickey Mouse gets choked slammed against a wall by... Ansem? Somebody does it. It's very funny. Uh, and yeah, uh, young Sano has power over time. But yeah, so he's training with Kyrie. Even though he kidnapped her in two, they are training together to be better at Keyblades in a dimension without time, even though it seems like they don't really accomplish very much. Uh, bummer, but that's a subplot in Kingdom Hearts 3. Um... So they end up back at the Keyblade graveyard. Uh, the gang's all here. Yeah. All the arcs end. Lit- yeah, but yeah, it's it's like uh, six denouements in a row. Uh, so- yeah, so actually... Terra's, Terra's back, Cock was back, Ventus is back, everybody's Oh, yeah, I, can, I guess, I, I, I know you're trying to just wrap this up. They do save Aqua from the Realm of Darkness, even though she has, like, an anti-dark version of her. She says, Mickey, you're too late. Ah, but that doesn't last too long. They fix her up real quick. Yeah, they they fix her quick, and she's like, oh, I know where Ventus's body is, and she goes and turns Castle Oblivion back in the land of departure. They save Ventus. Uh, they fight Vanitas there. Uh, Sora was Ventus's McDonald's. Um, and then they go to... <laughs> they're like, all right, there's enough of us here. There's more than seven Guardians of Light at this point. Which is something that they need for dumb yeah. prophecy reasons. Yeah, 13 Darknesses, seven Guardians of Light. Who gives a shit? There's a uh, chess game. Um... They all go to the Keyblade graveyard and immediately get fucking owned by uh, Terra Xehanort, who is one of the 13 Xehanorts that's back, is um, that one, the apprentice one. Um, And he, like, tricks Ventus into being like, no, I'm good. I don't want to hurt you. And then he fucking hurts him. And he just... And then he kills all of them. He basically does. Legit die. Um, They legit die, including (laughs) Sora. He's the last one to go, so he's like mourning all of his friends in real time and then he dies and he goes to heaven but a cheerith is but there. he's too special he's too special of a boy to yeah. stay dead forever so a cheerithy which is those little uh friendly guys from unchained a cheerithy helps him get his body back and go 
back in time to change the events of that battle. Oh God! It's in so doing so, maybe making weird. an uh, you know, maybe cutting the timeline in half or something. Um, but anyway, he is able to go back. They are able to not lose against Terranor. The reason that that happens is because uh, while flying around in heaven, Sora was able to get in contact with Namine, who was able to reach out through the force to <laughs> Terra's heart, and so essentially brought Terra back together, and Terra defeats Terra. Terra Nort. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so that causes a huge fucking rift in time-space. Also, I think Strelitzia's heart is in the final world. Uh, we don't know for sure if it's Strelitzia, but all signs point to her at the moment. Yeah, so then you fight everybody. Ephemer makes a reappearance yeah, that's because important. Uh, Sora ends up calling upon the uh, power of the past aid yeah. of yeah all of those ancient Keyblade wielders, including the spirit of Ephemer. Yeah, so he surfs on some Keyblades in the sky. It's very cool. Uh, great moment. Yeah, then, so they go into this labyrinth and fight all the darknesses one by one. They all clash, which is what Xehanort wants. Uh, the final clash is against young Xehanort, Ansem, the Seeker of Darkness, and Xemnas, which are the three main Xehanorts that aren't Xehanort. I hate Kingdom Hearts. And he, so Sora fights them with Riku and Mickey Mouse. Uh, they win. Xehanort's like, I only need one more sword. So he uh, fridges Kyrie, which sucks really bad. Uh, this makes Sora cry a single tear, and then uh, and if you don't know that slang, he kills Kyrie. Yeah, yeah. It's just for, for no purpose other than to make Sora mad, even though he was yeah. going to fight him anyway, because he's the bad guy. And so Sora fights him. Uh, this causes the third, the thirteenth clash that he needs, and he's able to generate the Keyblade and summon Kingdom Hearts. And uh, this all seems very bad, but. Someone reminds. But it ends up being fine because they convince him to to, to stop being bad. Well, yeah, very important to know. They say that they come to the conclusion that Xehanort's a portal. Uh, <laughs> so they <laughs> so they do that. Also important to note that during these fights, uh, one of the darknesses was Shion, and she turns to the good side because Roxas shows up. Also, ter real Terra is back uh, because he was just hiding out in Terra Xehanort's heartless guardian not really sure how that works if he was a time traveling heart put in a replica but i don't care too much about it because <laughs> he's back uh so everyone's back everyone's happy except for the world is ending and sora's like i'll go in there with just donald and goofy and he does he goes in there and he fights a bunch of people in goat armor uh then he fights Xehanort, and uh after that that yeah he's like i was just I was just trying to make things decent again. That's why I did all that terrible heinous shit and made like thirteen and, like, clones, people. thirteen clones of myself. Yeah, I was just trying to balance light and dark for real. And then they're like, "Ah, oh, we get it. It's okay, but don't just don't do it anymore." And then Sora waves his magic key at the at heaven, and then the world's fine. Yeah, Ericus's forced ghost comes out of Terra. Oh yeah, I don't know how many layers deep that is because he was previously in someone else and dead. But yeah, he comes out, and then the two chess boyfriends, Ericus and Xehanort, go to heaven. And that's the end of the main game. He, but Kyrie's yeah, then there's, oh, a, Kyrie's still then there's dead. DLC that... Yeah, Kyrie's still dead, then there's DLC that uh, just has a bunch of cliffhangers and doesn't really tell us anything. Yeah, it's like Sora goes through it again. Like, after, the, after that, he goes to the final world, and he's like, Chirithi, help me save Kyrie! 
And Chirithi's like, well, if you fuck up space-time even more, you can have your heart bounce between the bodies of your friends to change the events that just happened. And so he does that. There, You get some more boss fights, you play as other people. But ultimately, he is able to save Kyrie's heart from the vision of Scala at Kalem that is inside of Xehanort's portal heart body. At the cost of his own life. Yeah. So the the ending cutscene is him like spending time with Kyrie and all of these places and then uh he disappears. And that is ultimately where we are left. Is that well actually no we've seen we we kinda see where Sora goes. He wakes up in a place that yeah. is real Japan, but not too real, because the Shibuya Square he wakes up says ten four on the tower, which is the world ends with you, Shibuya Square. Um, stations, Shibuya Station Square. I don't remember the exact phrasing, but also he hangs out with uh, was... Dylan Sprouse for a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, there's a character we've never seen before, voiced by Dylan Sprouse. His name is Yozora. He seems to think that Sora is using someone else's name and that they might be the same person. Um, also, Yozora shows up in a fake video game cutscene in uh, the Toy Story world, and. They fight on top of the Shibuya Ten Four Tower. There's something else. Oh yeah, uh, the ending cutscene after you either win or lose that fight is Yozora in a taxi cab, which is just the Final Fantasy Thirteen Versus trailer. Do with that what you want. Uh, and his taxi driver is a character we have oh, not mentioned we and will continue once. not to mention. <laughs> okay, great, we, we, great. Don't worry, about it. It. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Shout out to Plotquas. Uh, what? Yeah, I think that's it. Like, uh, yeah. also in that cut. Oh, oh. no. Uh, Zigbar is Lushu. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Zendaya is Michi. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yes, yeah, Zigbar was Lushu the whole time, and all the union leaders show back up to meet him. Maleficent sees this. Also, her lackey is Pete. That never came up. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. Um, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. That's a pretty good primer. Yeah. Uh, well, here's, I was talking about this, or somebody was talking about this in the Discord. So many Kingdom Hearts games have, like, their A plot, and then their B plot is recapping the story so far. Like, Chain of Memories does it. And then the C plot, and then usually the C plot is what the next game fixates on. And it's like, why did we spend all this time? Whatever. It's a very weird way to build a universe and a franchise. Um, but yeah, so Melody and Memory is probably gonna have the Master of Masters some information about that and Kyrie, um, but also recap all of the game through a rhythm game. So that's cool. Uh, yeah, I can't think of anything else um, to fit no, in. I think we did it. Yeah, I think we're good. And if we miss, I think that legit, like, I think that legit works as like, if you want to fit, you know, you're going to your kingdom hearts job interview <laughs> and you want to know enough to fake it. Like, I think this, this hour and, and 10 Change, minutes works. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that's good. That's where we're left with. Oh, the other thing I was going to say is that in the Shibuya cutscene, Riku is there and the Master of Masters is there. That's all I was going to add on. Yeah, I think that's it. I think we've done it. Uh, next week, we will be uh, doing a Melody Memory episode. No idea if it's going to be one episode or two or three or what like i have no idea how much actual or 20 like <laughs> yeah i have no idea how much plot is in that game uh but i do know uh i'm gonna stream it at twitch.tv slash the orange groves 
but we're going to do it. That episode will be out on Tuesday. Yeah, and I'll probably be streaming it uh, a couple times because I really like rhythm games. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's I think that's it. If this was funny or helpful in any way, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash MemorizeCast. Thank you to everybody who supports us there. Gets these episodes early. Also, bonus episodes. We trade off every other month to explain complicated things to each other. Um, that aren't Kingdom Hearts or... Well, there are still video games sometimes, yeah, but... Yeah, you talk about Elder Scrolls, and I've been talking about JoJo. I'm going to start part three this month, November, so... We just started we, the, the episode that just went up uh, recently for the Elder Scrolls half of things is the first in our reading of Coda, which is the semi-canonical fan fiction written by an ex-writer of the Elder Scrolls that takes place in the far future on the moon. So Fuck if yeah. that strikes your fancy, you can check the Patreon. I've, call, I've called that miniseries Joda. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So, yeah, I think I might have accidentally stolen that from someone in the Discord. I apologize if I did. It's just one of those things where a funny joke just gets in my brain and <laughs> it's mine now. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah, because we talked about it so many times. And then, like, if you edit at the end of the month, it's like, well, I've thought right. about this periodically for, for three weeks. But, yeah. So, thank you to everyone who supports us there. Uh, again, patreon.com slash MemorizeCast. Our Twitter is MemorizeCast. We have a Discord server. You can join. Links are in the show notes and our pinned tweet. Uh, wheels. Where could people find you on the internet? Twitter.com slash singular wheels and a podcast called Very Random Encounters, where some friends and I play tabletop role-playing games and randomly determine as much as is possible. You can find out more about Very Random Encounters at vre.show. Um, recently, I was also a guest on a wonderful podcast called Party of One. Party of One's a really cool show in the actual play podcast uh zeitgeist sphere yeah um the host jeff stormer has a bunch of different people on, has, has a different guest on each week and plays a one-on-one role-playing game with them he and i played friend of the show marn's game Scorelock, which is a kind of role-playing rule set that you throw atop another game <laughs> so we played liar's dice uh, with Scorlock, so I played uh, a demon. Scorlock works where it's like one of you is a warlock and one of you is a demon, and you use like the simple betting game that you're playing as kind of the mechanics of your little wager between warlock and patron uh, demon. Uh, and that was a lot of fun. So that was their Halloween special. So you can find me on that on Party of One. Hell yeah! Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter. At Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J-O, I am on another podcast called We Are Watching One Piece, where I'm re-watching the anime One Piece. My friend, my co-host, Jory, is uh, watching it for the first time, and we talk about it uh, twice a month. Let's see, by now, I think we're finishing up the post-Marineford stuff before the time skip. I think this comes out in between those two post-war episodes. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I also stream... Uh, twitch.tv slash the orange coves i'll be playing melody memory uh this is after extra life thank you to everyone who was there if you were and donated uh, i'm sure it was great and also uh, i did all the 2d king's quest games i'll be playing the 3d ones including the bad one uh after melody memory i might just stream melody memory randomly because i don't have to do any prep for it <laughs> so it's very easy right. to just to do uh but yeah i think that's all the stuff i have to plug 
There's also a Discord server for the whole network. We're on the Orange Coast Podcast Network. Uh, the link to that is at the website, uh, theorangecoast.com. Uh, it's at the bottom of the page. That's probably uh, all that uh, there is to say. I, I feel like I've been talking for two hours, even though I have not. That was vaguely Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> so far. True. Got, Got it. Memorized. We were together. Thank you.